Blog Talk Radio. The great city playbook, they're always around to help build your hope up, then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. Welcome, everyone. It is Thursday, June 29th, 2017. You're checking in with your smoking nephew, and let me try and grab my co-host here. It looks like he's having some issues. Uh, I think this is his number. This is one of the numbers that I remember by heart, so let's see if this is going to work here. Name. Man, what's going on, man? Something going on, man. Hey, man, 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 Cradle the baby in faith. Leave you here by yourself. Change your behavior. High alone. You know what I mean? I'm around you. Yeah. I'm alone, yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. That was good. Can you do that again? Do your, do your version I'm again? Alone. I'm alone. <laughs> I'm alone. I'm alone. I love it. <laughs> it sounds like you're like sounds, sounds like a very hesitant farmer. I love it. <laughs> it's your boy Ed Kowalski. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, did you see they're finally back live is back performing together? It's about damn time, man. Long live the nineties, man. Yeah, man. You know what? You know, my friend Bimar said to me recently how, like, oh, it's really great that there's this, like, 90s resurgence and blah, blah, blah when I went to see the spin doctors. But the thing is that it's always been like this. This, You know, like, th- these bands have been touring yeah, for the last 20 years, and and they've been, you know, their fans have not left. That's what bothers me about people. People, they like bands for uh, five minutes, and then they never find out, like, I can't tell you how many times before Panic at the Disco blew up again last year that people were like, "Oh man, yeah. that's that's some uh, that's a flashback right there. Like that's back to 2006, and I had uh, black yeah. eyeliner and black nail polish on, and shopped at Hot Topic, and blah blah blah." And I'm like, "But there's been all this music in between, you know? It's the same thing with all those '90s bands, man. There's been all this music in between. So I hate that shit. I hate people, man." I mean, too, man. I I agree. I mean, these bands have been around for a long time, and even before they got famous. And then, you know, uh, you know, when they got famous, you know, during the '90s, and they, yeah, exactly what you said. They've been making music all along, and they've been together for a long time. Bands like Pearl Jam, you know, even like lesser-known bands, uh, you know, from the '90s and whatnot, and earlier sometimes, 
It's been around forever, man. They've been putting out music all the time. It's the loyalty, man. There's no loyal music fans anymore. They're all they're jumping from one band to another. You know, yep. whatever's cool during the 2017. I don't even know what's cool nowadays. What are kids like nowadays? What is the cool I don't know. in artists? What is it? I don't know. But... <laughs> I don't know, but, you know, you're talking about it's, you know, that that there's no loyalty anymore. There has never been. I am telling you, it has always been yeah. like this. People ride the bandwagon, ride the wave of the first couple of hits or whatever, and they'll even go to the concert, support the band, whatever, buy the T-shirt, and then that band doesn't have a, a radio hit for 20 years. And, and they're like, oh, right. I wonder what happened to them. No, it's because they've been doing their thing. You're the one who played yourself. I think you're right. And uh... – uh, it, it's just like they're hanging on the radio, you know. It's just like it's ridiculous. Stop hanging on the radio. Listen to your band, like your band, establish a band, stick with the band, and uh, you know, come on. Just whatever's on the radio doesn't mean it's great. There's other stuff that's out there that's even better. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I think we should Radio's do it. Ruining music. I think we should do a duet. No, thank you. Is what I should have said. <laughs> I should be in bed. But yeah. They hold me like a grudge. Oh, I just had a bad One hand, bad for me. Bad for me. One bad for me. But I give in so easily. No, thank you. Is how it should have gone. I should stay strong. You take a week strong. But I'm weak. And what's wrong with that? <laughs> Great song. I bought it. It's on my iTunes list. Great song. Great kids. Great band, AJR. Yeah, we saw them last week at their uh, their record release show for their new album, The Click. You saw um, them last week? Yeah, man. You know, anytime they're in town, I'm there, man. So you are you are all about that loyalty, man. I gotta give it to you. I gotta give it up. You are all <laughs> about that loyalty. You are no all trouble. for them. You're, you're, you are just no. Yeah, you are just no joke. You're no joke. You know, that reminds me. When last time I saw our friend Vinny B., good friend of the program, occasional uh, uh, Michael Strahan for you or Fogarty, uh, he said <laughs> that um, he, he was he was talking about Kinky Boots, and he was like, it's amazing the like how any time you mention that you went to the show, Weeks is just like, uh, how? How is that possible? How did you, like, he's amazed by it. And I was like, wait, that happened? And he said, yeah, you've had the same conversation several times on the show, and every time it's the same exact thing. And Weeks is always mind-boggled that you got tickets. And the thing is, like, how did you get tickets? Oh, you you went to the box office and and bought tickets. (laughs) He's right, though. He's right. I got to, you know, he's, he's got it. But I am always so surprised that I get these tickets. You know what's going on. You really know this stuff, man. You're really into it. You, this, 
I have to say that I'm uh, I'm amazed by it. It's, it's, it sounds easy, but it's not that easy sometimes. It takes a lot of motivation and uh, you know will willpower to be there. You know, it's uh, ridiculous. I think that's pretty amazing. And you go to all these great shows and all this cutting edge stuff. You know. Right, but I think we're about to have the same conversation again, but that's okay. So uh, <laughs> with with this particular show, um, I got the VIP tickets this time because last time I made the mistake of not doing it. It was so weird to go and not say hi to them because it used to be that you could always say hi at intermission or whatever. You know, you, They were always uh, very accessible, but now that they've blown up, you got to pay the big bucks for the um, VIP tickets. So um, I, like I went. I don't like it. I, want the, I don't like it. They gotta go down. They gotta go down. They can't be that popular. <laughs> Too popular. They're very popular now. They've they're really blown up. So it, you know, in a way, way, I'm I'm very happy because you actually do hear them on the radio now. They're they're being interviewed by Ryan Seacrest instead of Ryan Holmes now. I mean, it's uh, just amazing. Um, <laughs> but um, like, it's crazy because a couple weeks ago. I was listening to the American Top 40, as I do on the weekend sometimes, um, with, hosted by the corpse of Casey Kasem, uh, not really hosted by <laughs> Ryan Seacrest now. And uh, Seacrest is like, uh, like, well, Adam, Jack, and Ryan from AJR have a lot to be happy about this week. Their song, Week, is at number 32 on the countdown. And I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. Like, I, I was there from Jump Street, man. I knew from the moment I right. saw these boys on my Yahoo screen app on the Roku player, and they did, they said the greatest song ever written and did Ignition. I said, these, these guys are the real deal. And look, lo and behold, I fucking knew it. You know what I mean? You do. You have a great eye for Dell and a great ear for Dell because uh, I remember when I, did, I listened to them. You told, you told me about them way back when. Yeah, I think I heard them. I was like, yeah, they're they're good. They're definitely talented, but I'm not sure they're gonna get radio play. These guys are a little too alternative or too different, yeah. you know, from what's on the yeah. radio. And then years later, boom, they're hitting it big. They're going big time. They're doing these yeah. concerts, and their music really hits a, 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 a chord because it's it's like unique yeah. and people like it. You know, I never would have thought that would have caught on. To be honest with you, I thought it would be like a, a small group of people would like it. But this mm-hmm. has exploded, and they've kept true to their style, i got to say, since when I last heard it to now. And yeah. uh, it's damn good. They're just talented mofos. You know what's crazy is that uh, they um, – the, the, the more different they try to be, the more – the more different they are, the more honest they are with their uniqueness, the more successful they are. Because, like, for instance, yeah. the the EP that they released that Week is On was called um, What Everyone's Thinking. And the first mm-hmm. song on it, the one that comes on before Week, is called Come Hang Out. And the first um, line of the second verse is, Last album sales could have been higher. And I'm thinking, like, whoa, you never hear an artist say that. Like, you never hear no. this the braggy culture that we live in. You never hear anything that honest. And um, right. so I remember tweeting at them, like, after hearing the first song, like, whoa, like, what, this this is so honest and, and sounds amazing. And, uh, <laughs> and then um, by the time the second song came, the second song was weak, but I was so blown away by Come Hang Out that, you know, and and then I remember when we first yeah. heard Week, I remember Sherry the Lemon saying, oh, I like Week, you know, like, but the, not knowing that it was going to blow up. And then when I um yeah. saw them at uh, 
that Z100 thing a little while ago, um, like Ryan, the, the middle brother, he said that um, Sean Mendez texted him to say he liked weak. And uh, he said that um, they were like, uh, well, uh, Rivers Cuomo from Weezer, they, he reached out to us on Twitter. And my immediate thought was, oh, Rivers Cuomo seems to know what's going on because he also um, hooked up with Panic at the disco and, uh, you know, he, him. And uh, and I feel like a lot of Weezer fans would not take Panic at the Disco seriously, but now they might because right. they, they co-headlined with them last summer. Um, but uh, but But it's crazy because... Rivers Cuomo reached out to them on Twitter, you know, this, this kind of legend among our generation of, of rock stars. And, um, he said, uh, he liked week and they were like, well, we're recording an album if you want to be on it. And he's on their fucking album. You know, the, the lead singer from Weezer oh, wow. is on AJR's album now in a song called sober up, which uh, is very good. And he's like, uh, what does he say? He says, uh, the only color is you. The sun is in and a frequency. Something like that. You sounded just like uh, Robert Cuomo, quite frankly. That was, that was kind of eerie, actually. But, uh, <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe Mario Cuomo. Maybe Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, a great band. Adrian R. Weak is not that kind of song you would think would even, you know, break that top 40. But, I mean, it's so different. It's so fresh. It's so refreshing to hear. I think it's, you know, people just want to hear that kind of stuff. I mean, listen to all the other crap on the radio, man. I can't even <laughs> tell you one song that's like a hit this summer. What is a song that's a hit this summer? I don't even know. I don't even know who's they sing anymore. It's just like music sucks right now. That's why, you know, these fresh new acts, you know, that have been around for a while, but uh, it finally got to hit the mainstream. Uh, they're so big now, like AJR. Yeah, I don't know. There's like, it's a real voice. But that's the other thing is that the, the that I meant to say is so fresh. Like what you're saying, the so their their album, what everyone's thinking, their EP was all about like what nobody is saying, but everybody's thinking, and so they have those right. songs like "Come Hang Out" and "Week," and then there's a song called "No Grass Today" where they're talking about how. They don't smoke weed, but it's cool if you do. And like, what you you never hear anyone right. say say like, oh, I don't really no. like it in a song, but they did, and and right. it's great. And right. it's just they're and and then they just with the new album, the click, like half of the songs were from the EP, and the other half stay true to that kind of uh, format of of nobody else is talking about this, and uh, let's right. talk about it. Yeah, crazy shit. Yeah. This is a bunch of damn good kids, great kids. Yeah. So we got we got the. Yeah, I didn't intend well. I didn't intend on talking about any of this, by the way. But we got the VIP tickets, and then we go and we meet them in the basement of the Bowery Ballroom, and uh, and Sherry goes up to them, and she's she's like, and Jack is like, nice to meet you, and she's like, oh well, actually, you met me before, and they're like, oh, you're friends with this guy, oh him again, oh yeah, okay. And then they were, <laughs> And I, uh, and, and then I went up to them and, and I was like, Hey guys, break a leg tonight. They said, thanks. I said, you'll be amazing as always. And I said, uh, I, uh, Oh, and then Ryan, um, he pointed to my shirt and he was like, this like, looks like a shirt I would wear. And I said, I kind of wore it as, as an homage of sorts. And, um, <laughs> we took pictures and, uh, 
Oh, and then I asked Jack if he had heard that Wyclef song that I told him he sounded like last time. And he said, oh, not yet. What was the name of it again? And as we're taking the picture, I'm smiling and I'm saying through my teeth, ghetto religion. So I'm like, ghetto religion. And he's like, okay, ghetto religion. I'll have to look that up when we get back upstairs. I'm sure they didn't, but uh, but it was it was nice. And um, and then they were amazing. But I really regret not – I usually I talk to Adam the most, the older brother, because he's like – the closest to my age, and he's also the kind of the most approachable right. one and stuff. And I really only talked to Jack and Ryan, and I, I turned to Sherry after, and I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't tell them about my broken nose, which I meant to do, and I didn't tell them about um, – uh, and, and I didn't talk to Adam. And she's like, no, you paid so much attention to Jack and Ryan. And I was like, oh, my God, I feel so bad. I'm really, really bad about that. And she did, was not com- comforting about it at all. <laughs> Adam's gonna feel left out. What did you talk to him at all? Yeah, well I even I even remember I gave him the extra like I gave him the, the extra like politician handshake, you know, like the rest of them I gave just the one okay. handshake, but I I put my left arm on uh, my left hand on his arm, you know, the politician handshake. Yeah, you it sounds like the Trump handshake, huh? <laughs> I didn't want to say it. I didn't I, but it was no, it's nothing like the Trump handshake. Then somebody would have uh but broken, somebody would have sprained their elbow or something. Um, but uh, but what I really uh, wanted to say, and I, I we've really you know gone quite off the rails here, is I, I just wanted to <laughs> let you know because I wasn't intending on talking about any of this. Uh, but the um, but just before our call at eight o'clock tonight or so, guess who I got a call yeah. from? No, not a dude. No, no, no. <laughs> oh my lord, are you kidding me? Oh my god, I if I were you, I wouldn't be been able to do the show after that call. I don't know how you're alive after that. Oh, uh, uh, so, <laughs> uh. <laughs> so I let it ring. It rings like eight times, and I'm looking down, and I'm like. Uh, and, and then I, and then I, I, I was like, all right, I gotta get this over with. Otherwise, I probably won't be able to do the show. I'll be freaking out. So I just, and I pick up, and I just go, whoa, and then we both kind of just, hey, man, whole thing. and uh, we started talking about like we just quoted a bunch of old shit, like uh, like he always does, like Mr. Abram, don't touch me there, and all that stuff, the stuff that we used to talk about, and um. And, and and so then uh, I, So at some point we had to actually have a conversation So I go Yeah man so what's going on I said so what's going on man We got to do the remix That's how I said it Used your term And uh, he yeah. said <laughs> he, he said yeah So I was wondering like I'm just thinking I mean I don't know if um, Oh no, I don't, no. I don't know I don't know how much I can do because it's kind of a like I have a conference the week before and and I said well here here's what I want to do oh and I said I want to do as little as possible uh, for the remix <laughs> and I said oh my god this is amazing I said I, said, I talked to Mandrew. And he said he thinks he wants to do the bachelor party the Thursday night before 
the wedding. And I'm thinking in my head as I'm saying this that he's going to, like, pitch a fit about how he can't do Thursday because I, I have to teach on Friday or whatever he does. And uh, But right. I'd say he wants to do the Thursday before the wedding, which to me, it seems to me – like, that is the best bet, because that way you get everything done in one fell swoop. You don't need to have multiple trips. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And, I agree. I yeah. mean, it's like, we get every, everything gets done over quickly, but we may yeah. not survive at all. We no, may not live beyond those two days. No, no, for <laughs> sure we won't. And so... I just said, you know, well, well I, I think that the Thursday thing is our best bet. And he actually agreed. And he, and he said, yeah, that, that would probably be good. And then he starts telling me all these things that we could do. Um, and one of the things is like, oh, we could go into Athens. And, oh, we could go to this strip club where it's like 50-year-old strippers. And I'm like, well, I don't. I don't know if oh weeks. Oh my God! I said I don't. I said I don't know if would be able to handle that. And he said, he. I said he got molested at, at yours, and that was the first time I brought up his bachelor party. And I think that my heart like stopped beating for about five minutes there or something. But then he, he was like, oh yeah, I remember she wanted to take him downstairs, and I said yeah, and he wanted to take Kim upstairs. Um, I mean Ken, not Kim. That's sorry, that's racist. Uh, yes, Kim, Kim. <laughs> Kim Jong-il. Kim no, 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 no. Um, so he says all these things, and he's like, yeah, I don't know what, what we could do. And then I say, well, like if we could do like uh, bowling or, or something or bowling or karaoke, whatever. And so he starts saying, oh, yeah, a that's bowling? a good idea. We, we could do this. We could do that. We could do... And so he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after he goes through all that and he starts like making plans with me, he says, yeah, well, I don't really know if I'm going to be able to do it because because <laughs> <laughs> he starts talking about how, oh, it's a bad time for Amy because Calliope is little and blah, blah, blah. And, and I'm like, oh, well, it sounds like you're you're in, man. And and he's like, yeah, I don't really know. I uh, you know I, I think the conference the week before really messes me up. And I said, y you know, we have months to plan this, right? Like, you you have a nanny or anything? He's like, yeah, we do, we do. Uh, but I'm like, I'm an unofficial groomsman. And I said, will you be a groomsman in the wedding? He said, I'm not sure yet. And I'm just like thinking, what the hell have we been talking about? This? <laughs> and he says he might be, he might not. But none of his excuses sounded valid. <laughs> so wait a minute. He starts like, planning this bachelor party. He doesn't even know he's going to be able to speak. <laughs> yeah, and then he's saying he, he he can do all the leg work or whatever, even if he doesn't go. But, uh, well, I mean, we could do that. Yeah, we could do that. And he's not going to even go. I mean, this is ridiculous. <laughs> is, is, does he mean just the bachelor party or also the wedding? Both. He's not going to go to the wedding? Well, I think he'll go to the wedding, I think, but I, he doesn't know if he, he'll be a groomsman or not yet. Oh, there are no excuses. He's got to go to the wedding. Kid or no kid, conference or no conference. <laughs> he's in the area. He can go to the damn wedding. I, what the hell? I mean, what? Uh, Oh, my God. And he's planning a bachelor party you might not even go to? This is ridiculous. I say we send out the noodle poll. Send out the noodle poll. I'm sending a poll out. I'm sending a do poll it. out. That's it. Do it. Do it. Do it tonight, bro. 
tooth and knife. It's why did you sound like Kennedy just now? I'm sending out the doodle poll. <laughs> who's who's at this wedding party? I mean, this is gonna be nuts. This sounds nuts already. Andrew said that it's everybody who was in the wedding party last time, except with the addition of Flomo and some Southern mofos, I think. <laughs> Flomo is a bad idea. Bad idea. <laughs> I know. Flomo <laughs> should not exist in life. At least Jeremy's going. I, you know, I'm, I'm happy Jeremy's going to go. But you know what? I'm not even sure if he's going because Jesus was saying that he didn't think from the people Andrew listed. He he was like he was he's worried about Jeremy coming as am I obviously. But uh, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. But before you know, it occurs to me before the wizard comes on, I just need to uh, uh, explain all this uh, uh, jumping subjects here uh, for a second. So yeah. the first okay. night, I so I went on vacation a couple weeks ago. Big mistake. Bad idea. Big mistake. Why? And the first night I go on vacation, I um, go to play tennis with my friend Bryce, and we are uh, playing in basically the dark. So my eyes were a little adjusted. I don't know if this had anything to do with it. My doctor said, no, it doesn't. But I go back to the hotel that I was staying in that first night. I was only meant to stay in it the first night in Boulder. And I remember my thoughts at that time were, Ooh, I can't wait to go in my hotel room and get on Grinder. And as soon as I thought that, uh, slam, 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 right in the oh. door that I thought was uh, open space. I didn't think glass oh was there. Oh, my obviously. God. So, slammed right my face first, and it was doing my walk, so my Ryan walk. And um, I oh uh, immediately bloodbath blood everywhere and i'm like oh god like uh, i feel like i knocked my teeth i i felt like i knocked my teeth out so then i go upstairs to the room i'm like thinking thank like lucky no one saw me but i'm also thinking like how the fuck did nobody see me do this like that guy at the thing at the desk how did he not see this and so i um i'm bleeding all over the place i go into my room it's a bloodbath like if a maid came in that room or whatever she would have thought there was a crime scene um and oh my God. I, I realized that most of the injury seems to be my nose, so I, I'm, like, holding a, a towel up to it or whatever, so I clean up the wound and put some Neosporin on, yeah. I think. Uh, and then I go, uh, I, I look up the nearest emergency room, and I drove myself there. And by the way, Bryce that night didn't even seem happy to see me, so I second-guessed whether he would even drive me to the emergency room if I needed him to, and I said, I just better drive my oh damn my self. God. He didn't even seem happy to see me. He was like, eh, eh, was, uh, yeah. So, um, oh, I go, <laughs> so I go to the, the ER, and event, I mean, it runs pretty smoothly for uh, an emergency room, and um, at some point, the bootleg doctor was like, so... Um, what are you most concerned about? And I said, whether I broke my nose. And he said, you probably broke it. You probably broke it. And uh, <laughs> and they said they don't do x-rays because they don't do much for a broken nose. So they didn't do x-rays. Um, but uh, he like gave me antibiotics in case of an infection and gave me one ibuprofen pill, which is like, you know, I mean, they gave me one 800 milligram pill, which is a, a hefty pill, but it's just one for the pain. wasn't a lot. Yeah. Um, Nothing. So yeah. then, Nothing. so that was a bit embarrassing, and uh, and so the next day I'm like, you know, the the first day of vacation I have a broken nose, 
Um, and um, as with any trip to Colorado, you need to make sure there's a blowjob involved. So uh, the last time I went there, there was one in a Nordstrom storage closet. And then this time it was just in the hotel room, which was not as fun as the storage closet. Um, but it, but that did happen. So that made me feel a little bit better. Um, and, uh, it, after the injury though, I really did not want to stay at Bryce's anymore because I was going to have to stay with our friend Jack <laughs> and their eight month old yeah. baby. So I would have been in the uh-huh. basement with, with two, um, two of my friends, Jackie and Kim, they're married and their eight month old baby, uh, Calliope. <laughs> Not her name. Oh um, my God! Another Calliope? No, no, her name's Ada, no, her name's Adelina, and uh, she's eight months old. Oh. So I just really did not want to stay at Bryce's anymore. So I, um, so I just like texted him that morning. I was in the emergency room for three hours last night. My nose broken. Blah blah oh. blah. Um, uh, like, do you think I think I'm gonna might need to rest later? You think I should maybe stay another night here? And he's like, I don't know, man. It's you know the baby might be loud. So I uh, booked another night at the hotel that, you know, the same one that injured me, but yeah. okay. Um, and, uh, uh, and then I ended up staying there the entire time because after the injury, I just could not deal with not having space for some reason because I'm like that anyway. Yeah. But then when that yeah. happened, like, to be physically in pain, I just didn't want to be around all these people, especially when there's three toddlers, like one baby and two toddlers and, and three, four other, you know, two married couples so um needed space stayed there and uh, oh and then one of the days that i was there we went to whole foods and bryce was saying uh, bryce had already been to whole foods that day after we played tennis so had julia his wife and then they start texting us oh when do you guys want to go to whole foods and i said you know does it really take uh eight people to go to whole foods because among us between us and the children there are eight of us and he's like well, it would be helpful if you, like, just gave me a gu- – oh, because I was trying to work it around the blowjob. So I didn't want to – you know, I was like, if I don't make it on time to Whole Foods, then don't worry. Just get me whatever you're getting, burgers, chicken, whatever the hell, whatever bullshit. And, uh, and, 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 and then, uh, you know, I wind up getting blown on time. So I get to Whole Foods, and um, I'm like, why are we all here? And Bryce is like – Oh, this is the fun of it. Like, this is the, I, I don't know. And there's actually, like, Colorado's a cool place. There is stuff to do there. I don't know why Whole Foods was an event to these people. It's quite troublesome. <sighs> and they said that he was grumpy, like Julia earlier that day said that Bryce met her at Whole Foods and was grumpy. And then, and then we went back to Whole Foods as an event. Um, and then, um, let me just check on the wizard real quick, because I wonder if he's having the issue okay. that you were having. I wonder if the okay. wizard is having your issue or not. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, okay. The wizard mine. Wizard mine, mine, mine. Uh, All right. Uh, uh, you there, Let me just. All right. So I'll ask if he's there. We'll see what happens here. Um, but uh, another thing that happened is um, I was trying to park somewhere. And then I, I, I was parking in a street in Boulder, and then I saw a, a garage, 
and um, yeah. I was like, oh, let's go there. So when I was backing out to try and get out of the parking spot, I, I bumped into the car yeah. behind me. <laughs> I hit the car behind me, and it was a, it was <laughs> – keep in mind, I already have a broken nose and a concussion probably. And then, so I back into this car, and I'm like, oh, shit. I hope nobody's in there. And then I, and then I, look, I look in the rearview mirror, and there's this guy with a ponytail smoking a cigarette in there. And I go, oh, shit. And so I get out of the car. He gets out of the car, and I said, I'm sorry. And he said, it's quite all right. And he, like, takes a look at the front of his car and the back of my car, and he's like, yeah, I don't think this could have been you. And I said, okay, cool, thank you. And, like, we seem to part ways amicably. And then I went and parked in the garage because – what? That's great. That's great. Nothing happened. That's great. No, nothing didn't happen because then I parked in the garage, and I did so kind of intentionally – because I wanted him to know where I was just in case there was an issue that he had. I, you know, I didn't want to feel like a total dick. So he right. – so then I go to meet Jackie and Kim and Calliope for lunch and uh, – I mean Adelina. And what happens is I get a phone call, and it's the Boulder Police Department. Oh. <laughs> and Oh, my like, God. Are you serious? Yeah, and they're like, uh, hi, Mr. Holmes. We're going to need you to come back to your car uh, – uh, it seems that you may have uh, walked away from a traffic incident earlier and uh, without exchanging information what? first. And I, yeah, and I said, no, what happened was we oh, both got out of the car, we both looked God. at it, we both, and uh, it seemed to be an amicable thing. And they were like, okay, we're just going to need you to come back to your car. And uh, um, so, so I was like, guys, that was the police. And the two girls were like, well, why don't we come with you? Because then you have the, like, the baby for sympathy and stuff. So they came. We all went together to the right. garage. And uh, homeboy with the ponytail was in there. And uh, the cops, there was one short cop and one tall cop. And the short cop said, okay, I think we're uh, starting to understand what's going on here. Um, I do see transfer on his car, but looking at your car, it couldn't have come from this car because there would be damage to this car. There's no damage to your car. So to me, it looks like a non-issue, but I just want to make sure you're comfortable with it. He says, and the guy's like, yeah, I figured that maybe that was the case. I just, you know, I wasn't. When I went to check the bumper, I was something, something. And uh, and then anyway, it wound up being nothing. So I shook the guy's hand, said sorry for causing unnecessary stress. And the guy kind of went, he went to his car. And then um, the uh, cops, I, I said, you know, it's weird. We got out of the car. Everything seemed fine before. So this was surprising. And the, the smaller cop said, right. yeah, well, you know, we want to give him the benefit of the doubt. And, but, yeah. and they actually worked more like on my side with the whole thing they were they were like uh yeah talking about yeah totally. they were, yeah they were very apologetic for like wasting our time and cutting into our lunch and he was like you know you're not in any trouble and stuff and so they were very uh good and calming and i i shook both of their hands said sorry to waste your time but you know they're in boulder what the fuck do they have right. to do anyway uh so <laughs> um but so that happened so so broke my nose um, almost got, you know, oh arrested or something. Then, um, on the very last day there where it's like not even a question that Bryce and I are going to play tennis. We got to play tennis, obviously. But then he starts to say, call himself saying that he has a fever and diarrhea and shit. And so oh. he, he like goes to, you know, lay down 
um, for a while, and he's not sure if he can play tennis. So then Jackie says she'll play tennis with me. So we go over, and we start playing, and Jackie, you know, she's not great, but she'll do. And um, Bryce and I had been playing, and he had been winning. And and the thing is, I was really excited to go in and be aggressive, and, and I felt like my game was like – I felt like I could give him a run for his money this time, but he was killing me. But then that last day – when finally my headache kind of subsided a bit from the nose break and everything, um, he and I, uh, he, he, he finally got finished uh, pissing out of his asshole. And um, he, he and I played maybe the best set we've ever played, where um, it was, uh, we only played one set because on account of his uh, shitting. Um, so it was six all. And then he won. Unfortunately, I had several match points and couldn't convert him. But then he won eleven nine in the tiebreak, um, and so it was very very close, very very close. But right beforehand, what happened? So keep in mind, got the nose broken, got the police after me, and then as Bryce and I yeah. are about to play, I bend over to pick up some tennis balls, and the back of my shorts rips wide open. So my pants are ripped in the back. And I'm like, hey, guys, you're going to get a, a bit of a show. And Jackie's like, well, do you have underwear on? And I, I said, yeah. And she's like, oh, okay. But huge, huge fuck hole in the back of my pants. Um, <laughs> and, and then, like, Bryce hits a bad shot. And Julia, his wife, yells out, yay, or something. And he said, you're supposed to be supporting me. And I said, I'm getting the sympathy vote because – of the nose and the cops and the pants, and they all have cracked up hysterically. Oh, my God. That's what a hell of a game. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go to I gotta the say, that, guy, that, that guy was a jerk for calling the cops. <laughs> that guy was a jerk for calling the cops. I mean, he, he should have called them at the time if he was going to do that. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty yeah. that's that's pretty crappy, I think. And uh, oh yeah. my god, it sounds like the it sounds like the getting your nose broke was probably the, the most exciting part of this trip. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So well, uh, so so then I go to the my ENT uh, the doctor here for the follow up on um, Tuesday. By the way, this guy, I have a lot of love for this guy because he's the guy, this doctor, who convinced me to go to a party I wasn't going to go to because I thought it was going to be too loud because the noise in my ear was hurt uh, back in 2008. And he was like, you're a young man. You're fine. Go to the party. Have a beer. I'll give you some earplugs if you need some. And um, he (laughs) actually convinced me to go to the party um, where I made out with my first boy. Oh, oh my God! That's oh wow! That's eight years. Was it nine years ago? Yeah, two thousand eight. Yeah, I can't believe it was so. You know, not that long ago when you look at it. But um, oh my, it's amazing. But so I go back to this doctor because for many reasons he's the only ear doctor, nose doctor, whatever I trust. So uh, right. so I go back to him the other day, and he comes in, and uh, he's like. Uh, he's actually, you know what, let's pause this because you know what time it is. We'll get back to it, John Beast. You know what time it is? Oh, my God, the hot mess of war. Oh, oh, the mess, oh, my God. You. Oh, love the mess, love the mess, love the mess. Please love the mess, love the mess, love the mess.
What's up, Tom Fogarty? How you doing, man? Tom Fogarty. I am so sorry. Clearly, I'm the first hot mess. <laughs> oh. What? What do you? Were you? Uh, were you? Were you jerking off or something? I wish sitting here watching fucking Andy Cohen and Love Connection. <laughs> oh. And then the Where's... missus had to go. Uh, aren't you doing the call in? I was like, no. <laughs> and then I looked what? at the sign. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, where's where? Where's Chuck Woolery? Huh? She did. Chuck... Uh, oh, okay. Who is your yeah, first Chuck Woolery? <laughs> You're your first hot mess. Who's your like, second hot mess, sire? Uh, well. Uh, Apparently, it would be a young man who went into a glass door out in Colorado. <laughs> Come on, man. I read something about that on Facebook. I forget who it is, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were just talking about that, and uh, uh, Lulu, she knows the whole story. <laughs> oh, I guess that's why I know, because I had drinks with her earlier. There you go. There you go. Very embarrassing. Very embarrassing. Glass was very clear. Sometimes glass don't break. Do it. <laughs> no. I get people tell me I'm lucky it didn't break, but it was fucking painful. Uh, and who is your uh, final hot mess? The final hot mess is got to be all the fake news outlets. Mm. Why they just don't shut the shit down instead of like. CNN flipping their fucking gizzard all day over Trump and his tweeting. Just shut the fuck up about it. You know, that pissed him off more than you going on about it. Right, right. Shut up. There's too much. There's so much of that fake crap out there. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Now, hey, now. (laughs) (laughs) My crap crap is fake. That shit is real. Ready to joke off. Glory. <laughs> Different strokes to rule the world. Rule the world. <laughs> Weeks, do you sing that in the background every time, or is that on the recording? No, I sing that in the background. No, he sings oh, it. Oh. oh, okay, good, good, good. Different strokes to rule the world. <laughs> oh, shit. Pick us off, Weeksy boy, man. Uh, All right. The nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office reported this week that the Senate's recommended replacement plan for the Affordable Care Act will throw 22 million people off of health insurance over the next 10 years. The plan is very popular with people who hate going to the doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. That would include me. Oh, no. Me, too. I hate going to the doctor. I mean, what's the point? I fucking go in for a physical, and the fucker's going to tell me, you're fat, you need to lose weight. Fuck you, I had to pay you to come and get that? (laughs) I fucking know I'm fat. Shut the fuck up. You're right about that one. Have you thought about lap bands? Have you thought about lap bands? No, but I thought about putting my foot in your ass. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Damn right, Tommy boy. <laughs> Damn. Okay, Ohio Governor hey. John K- K- 
Kesich. I never know how to say that fucking name. Kasich. 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 Krakich. Yeah. John Krakich blasted the Senate health care bill on Tuesday in a press conference by saying, they think that's great. That's a good public policy. What, are you kidding me? Then in the middle of the press briefing, he ate a massive cheeseburger. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That's right. Two all beef patties, special sauce, onions, on a motherfucking sesame seed buns. God damn. That's right. Earlier this you week, you need lap band. You fat. <laughs> this week, President Trump said that if the Senate can't pass its health care bill, it would be bad, but that it was going to be okay. Which is also how parents console their children when Trump won the election. Walk a walk Yep. Yep. Yeah. A North Carolina girl was rescued this week after being missing for over a year from her abductor's home in Georgia. Her first words when she got home were, wait, who's president? <laughs> well done, Weeks. Thank you. Thank you. Very you, nice. had, you handled that with a palm. <laughs> oh, that's Thank you. Oh, Lordy. Now, this is why I want a goddamn candy bar ever since I saw this. Damn it, I can't even read it. I just want a fucking candy bar. Charlie <laughs> Soon has put two Babe Ruth. I want a Baby Ruth. <laughs> Charlie Sheen is, but you know those motherfuckers are so little anymore. Have you seen goddamn candy bars these days? No, I forgot yeah, that Babe so Ruth small. was a candy bar. You know, bar. fucking Butterfinger and a Babe Ruth used to be like, you know, 10 inches long, nice and <laughs> thick and juicy and shit. And now those motherfuckers are like cut up, they're like five inches. They're like average size for a tiny dick. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, I might have crossed the line on that one. <laughs> Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Charlie Sheen has put two Baby Ruth memorabilia items up for auction. Ruth's 1927 World Series ring and the contract that brought him from the Red Sox to the Yankees in 1919. Another item Sheen will be auctioning off? Eggs. <laughs> <laughs>
Trump packed his bags immediately. <laughs> uh, that yeah. was a very good one. That was very good, actually. <laughs> yes. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, okay Spider- Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever Spider-Man can. Spider-Man homecoming producer Amy Pascal explained at a press event this week that the diversity of the actors who were cast in the movie was based in reality, confirming casting was not based on Trump's cabinet. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Huh? <laughs> yeah, be patty special sauce, let's see, bitch, <laughs> By the way, I just want to point out that both times Tom Fogarty has sung about sesame seed buns, both times the stage directions called for a Rick roll. So I was expecting, never going to give you up, never going to do that. Oh, I I didn't know what that was. I'm sure oh, what? Candy bar. What the planet are you on, child? Yeah, I still want to candy bar. And eight. I want a heat bar. In my mind, I've already had the baby Ruth. I've had the Butterfinger. And now I want a heat bar. I love me a heat bar. I love a score bar. I forgot heat bars existed. That's what I was missing. Yeah. Well, a heat is the original. Yeah, you're right about that. Thor was the copycat. <laughs> you're right about that one, Tommy Boy. I also like I also like some Charleston shoes. Mm, and I love those things that Rusty <laughs> grew up calling calling pigeon poop. Those caramel <laughs> things that have the white that have the white doo doo cream in the middle. <laughs> oh, I love bro, those bro. things. You know those one those little white rimmed those little white rimmed cream filled things. Ooh, Ooh baby, <laughs> baby, baby, baby. Ooh, what? <laughs> Got my nose open. Mm. That's right. Get that all car- that all like nice and squishy caramel rim, and then that. That white cream coming out the middle. Never <laughs> <laughs> gonna give. You're right about that one, Tommy. That's right. Never gonna give. Back that shit up. <laughs> Last week marked the 20th anniversary of the film Batman and Robin. When John Weeks found out, he said. Let's kick some ice. <laughs> I got <laughs> Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Now you do gonna it. Now you do it. Whoa, that's a remix. All right, closing this out. The new genre-bending horror film, It Comes at Night, opened last week. It's been called a terrifying tale of apocalyptic tensions. Its original title was November 8th, 2016. <laughs> oh, yeah. Things are going to get oh, yeah. oh, great one. This is a great one. Yeah, look at that brass section. Oh, yeah. child, things ah. are going to get easier. <laughs> oh, child, <laughs> things are going to get better. 
Yep. It does fit in the comment night, though. It does. You read about that. Oh, all right. I'm glad we all just orgasm. Yes, ejaculation. Tommy. It does Tommy. fit in the night. Well, we thank you so never much. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna reach around never and then jerk you. Never gonna reach around and then jerk you. You got problems. <laughs> problems. Good night, Tommy. Mike. Oh, kitty boy. Oh, kitty boy. I want. I want a Charleston chew. I need a candy bar. <laughs> I know you know me. I know you know me. I'm going to be down there in 10 days. Oh, you got to be careful down there. You're gonna get I'm going to be down there. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I think I, yeah. I can hear dueling banjos in the distance. <laughs> I know you know me. <laughs> I know you know me. Tom right. All right. right. The Wizard of Paper. Okay, later, Tommy. Uh, don't get yep. captured. I won't. Then we're going to get Tommy up. Uh, then we're going to get Tommy up. Uh. I need lap band. <laughs> <laughs> I need a lap dance is what I need. Mm, don't Ooh. we all? Not from Foxy. Back it up. John. <laughs> Ciao, bellies. Good night. Ciao. Good night. Oh, God. Okay. Um, well, clearly, she had no idea what a Rickroll was. No, he had no idea. He had no idea what was going on. Okay. So, let me just finish my story. Is the Then, um... I go to follow up with my ENT, you know, the guy who was responsible for when I made out with my first guy. Um, and I go to follow up with him, and uh, I was like, do you think my nose will go back to normal? And he said, no. And I was like, almost? And he oh. said, oh, almost. And then later he goes, uh, he starts talking about the scar, and I said, but it'll be a slight scar. And he goes, oh, it'll scar. <laughs> I mean, uh, what? You know, from this freak accident, man, I've disfigured myself, bro. What the fuck? First night of vacation, and oh, I've infected no. the rest of my fucking life, man? Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, but, uh, I mean, I saw it. It didn't look that bad. I, it, it, I mean, it looked, it looked terrible and painful and everything, but I don't think it's... It, you look different because of it. No, I mean, uh, I believe your exact quote was, "It looks really bad, bro." <laughs> it, 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 it did look bad, actually. I tell you, I thought it was, it looked terrible. It was awful. I mean, how did that? You, you've had a very bad role recently. Did you? Did you get bit by a dog? This brings me to my next point is I had the I had the wedding the last two times I've traveled I had the wedding where I got bitten by a dog and I might still have rabies and then I broke my nose in Boulder and um oh, God. they've been two really terrible trips. You know what they've not been as bad yeah. as <laughs> the bachelor party is in his wedding. <laughs> they, they ain't got nothing on that. They ain't got nothing, nothing on that. 
oh will ever God. stop. I'd rather <laughs> break both my legs than, than rather relive that thing. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I would I would walk right back into that glass door to make sure I never had to live through that again. <laughs> oh man. Oh, oh man. my god. I don't know what this bachelor party entails for us. I really have a, a, a sinking feeling about this bachelor party. I really do. This is gonna be nuts. This is gonna be <laughs> You gotta plan a hellish bachelor party, man. This is all you now. This is all why is it on me? Because Jesus starts planning the whole thing, and then he says he's not even coming. Yeah, yeah, I know he's gonna do that. I know. He's definitely gonna do that. He's not gonna. He's not, if he doesn't even show up to the wedding, I mean, I would be shocked if he does that. I, I will go to his house to drag him to that wedding if he, if he, if he does that. He better go. He better go, man. I'm telling you. Uh, he's got to. He's got to be in the wedding party. I assume, right? Even though he wasn't one of the OGs. Uh, he got picked to be in it, so he's got to go. He's going to be one of them, I think. Wait, wait, but he was he was a groomsman in the last one. He just was a replacement he for was. Cuomo. Yeah. Yeah, he was. So he better be in it. I hope he's in it. I I don't. I I've got to talk to Maine about this. He's got to do this one right this time. <laughs> All right. Unfortunately, we are on a big time crunch this week, so uh, I um I need to ask you, what is your favorite scene in She's a May May Feature May to Bangs May May? Okay, my favorite scene in She's the Main Main Feature Main of Bangs Main is a scene in the movie within a scene, actually, that I discovered. I didn't know this movie. I haven't even watched it, but it was a scene within a scene. And I'll tell you about it. It's an old Western, and the Main of Bangs just blows me away with her acting here in this Western. And she's talking to a little kid. Well, I gotta be going. Why, Shane? The man has to be what he is, Joey. You can't break the mold. I tried it, and it didn't work for me. But we want you, Shane. Stay. Joey, there's no living with with a killing. There's no going back from one, right or wrong. It's a brand. The brand sticks. There's no going back. Now you run on home to your mother and tell her, tell her everything's all right. And there aren't any more guns in the valley anymore. But Shane, it's bloody. You're hurt. I'm all right, Joey. You go home to your mother and your father, and you grow up to be strong and straight. And, Joey, take oh. care of them, both of them. Yes, Shane! And that's my favorite scene, and she's a main favorite made a main <laughs> What in the hell is that? What in I know, the hell? I know. I, listened to, I know. I looked at the quote. I listened to it on YouTube. It was terrible. I was like, I'm going gonna, gonna to do it. It's terrible. I'm doing it. And what is it? <laughs> What is this movie? It's a movie, an old Western film that I've never seen. It's called Shane. And uh, the movie is, is, it's in uh, Logan. It's in Logan. So, um, you know, in the movie Logan, and, you know, she, uh, when she, when Wolverine, you know, spoiler alert, dies, uh, (laughs) you know, the little girl, the little girl gives that little speech, the same speech I just gave. But, um, you know, as his eulogy. Um, well, Did you see Logan? Not... No, but it was nominated for a, a best picture for the for an, for the Oscar. Shane was. Logan. <laughs> Shane was nominated. Oh shit! I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I might actually watch it. I don't know. It, it seems a little boring. <laughs> I did, I didn't not see Logan, but if I were you, John Weeks, I would be very weary of Wolverine. If I were you. 
Why? Why? I would I would just tread lightly around Wolverine. R.I.P. If I were you. You're, you're scaring me now. What, what does that mean? In my favorite scene in season main main feature Amanda Bane's name is Amanda Bane uh was going to look at an apartment in uh West New York, New Jersey, and she ended up um writing a letter to the uh renter later <laughs> later on <laughs> after she visited and she said she goes Hi, Tom. Thanks so much for showing me and Mike the place. It looks very nice. However, while we were waiting at your front door, a young couple was messing around, and a young man was fingering a young woman with us and the little girl in plain sight. I did not feel comfortable at all, and I just wanted to let you know that this is not a good fit for us. Thank you again for your time. <laughs> Thank you, Emily. And that's my favorite scene in season May May feature main. That is one yes. of the best scenes on earth. I love it. it I love it. I love it. I love it. Yes, it's an amazing scene. I, she just portrays Finger. that. Finger. Emily. <laughs> this <laughs> is not a good fit for us. One of the best film scenes of all time would include the word fingering. Uh, you, you wouldn't know. Um, but what a, you know, and then the person who wrote that letter said to me the other day, she was like, I was so traumatized by that. I would never live in New Jersey. And I said, what you wrote was far more traumatic than the act itself. <laughs> the letter you wrote. <laughs> all right. I can think of no better way That's of saying if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Uh, we got to do another one soon, Weeks. We got to do it sooner than we did this time, okay? Absolutely. I, you know, I'm not the same without it. We got to do it more because we got to get prepared yeah. for this bachelor party. It's <laughs> yeah. not going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. And um, uh, hit the brakes, Florence. And if you have a Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that thing? You're going to stick a feather in your hat, put some fireworks up her butt, and have Ooh. a hell of a 4th of July. <laughs> All right. Happy Fourth of July. Good night, week. Good night, everybody. Happy Fourth of July.